This is Two Birds, One Stone. This is an Arizona Cardinal podcast. And this is a couple of Cardinals fans that are down in the dumps today. Uh, the Cardinals had a chance to capture the division. Um, the Niners helped them out huge. They beat the Rams in overtime, opened the window for the Cardinals to just beat a 6-10 and 10 Seattle Seahawks team that they beat however many weeks ago on the road with Colt fucking McCoy and they give up 38 points and lose 38 to 30 terrible play in the last five minutes of the football game down the stretch. When you have to have it, when playoff teams perform like playoff teams, uh, they crumbled, which was a example or kind of a correlation with how their whole season went. They crumbled at the end. Uh, they lost a shot at the NFC West. They lost a shot at a home playoff game and they lost all momentum that they built after going to Dallas and meeting the Cowboys last week. Um, we've lost to the fucking Detroit lions in this stretch. We've lost to a Colts team that now you look up and they get blown out by the Jaguars in a must win game. Um, I have not felt more defeated after a Cardinals game. I think than this one yeah this is the worst the worst Cardinals team or the the worst I've thought about this Cardinals team all year hands down by far I have this is sucks to say but I have absolutely zero percent faith in any like in the in the in before we went big skin it was UK all games I expected to win when obviously whenever we started out seven no and even after that even after we lost the uh, the first game of Green Bay, I still had like an expectation to win, but now there is no expectation at all. There is yeah. absolutely no, I don't know what the fuck's going to happen. And at, at this point, I don't really give a shit. I don't really care. I mean, you kind of talked a little bit before and I was telling this to you, but this is like, it's just a very, this team has been the most emotionally like draining, like just wearing you out. And it's not, it's not only the losses. It's just, it's, it's the the it's attitude up of and the down and up and down and we can't find yeah. that consistency spot that other teams good teams great teams that have runs right. of success for years they find that spot and they hit their stride and i want to make this yeah. clear i want to make this very clear before i go any further i've watched bad football and been a very big fan of a lot of bad football i'm not it, this has nothing to do with wins and losses. It has a little bit to do with, with, with all the losses or the wins and losses. It's m- the majority to do with the non-consistency and the, the attitude of the team as a whole. Oh, yeah. um, it, it has it just, it's that, it almost has nothing to do with the wins they're and two losses. Different I, I don't want to be saying this, and I don't want people to take it and say, oh, they're fucking losing ball games, so he, don't, he doesn't give a fuck about them anymore. No, it not, has nothing to do with the wins and losses. It's about the emotion of the team and the – and the attitude and the way it's two that different they, levels they, of yeah. disappointment when you when you're in 2016 or 2017 2018 those 2019 when you're you're not expecting anything from that team so the, the losses don't hit as hard like especially after this start the expectation when you start six and oh seven and oh seven and one ten and two you're expected like our my expectation is nfc championship game as a Cardinals fan, maybe that's wild to say when you have these opportunities, we talked about it so much this year, you have the opportunity. The start was there. The players are all there. It's all about like the opportunity that you have and what you do with it. 
And that, like this season, if we go out and lay an egg in Los Angeles and lose that game, this season to me will hurt a hundred times worse than a three and 13 season in 2018. Like, you know what? Like, does yeah. that make sense to you? Like, yeah. no, yeah. It's, it's fucking, and it is heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. It's, yeah. It feels like somebody died. Like, somebody died almost. Um, yeah. So I don't, um, and, yeah, I just kind of want to clear that up. I feel like that I was if I feel like I was gonna get hit on Twitter for for saying, oh, I don't give a fuck about him anymore because they've lost all these games in a row. It has nothing to do with the with the loss. It has, and it's not really even so much like disappointment. It's more or less just like the the attitude of the team, which I keep on saying that. I'm not really describing it the best. It's the yeah, attitude I mean, and just yeah. a certain players, which I know that we guys are not to say this, but. I know no one's going to fucking call out Kyler Murray on Twitter because he's the fucking golden boy. But I'm going to say it right now. He's a great football player, but I feel like he fucking sucks life out of that football team. He has terrible, like, uh, retired guy, whoever said it, terrible Carson body Palmer. language. Carson Palmer, terrible body language. He's a fucking he, – he bitches about every single time he gets touched. He, like, basically, whenever I watch Kyler Murray play football, it's awesome. He's really good, but – he reminds me of watching like fucking Russell Westbrook or LeBron James whenever they, they play basketball. Every time touched, it's hands up in the air. Why are you not calling that? It's it's exhausting to watch. I'm I not out on Kyle Murray. Like... Still my quarterback in the league. He's still he's still the quarterback of my favorite football team. He's a great football player, but I cannot. No one's gonna fucking say anything about it because he's Kyler Murray. But I will, and I don't. I'm I'm over that side of him. I can't. If, if that's how I can continue to progress, then I, I'm over that side. I can't I can't do that shit anymore. After what was it was mic'd up in Dallas and he's dapping everybody up and it seemed like, oh, well, where's the fucking haters now? Look at him being a leader and all that. I was like, well, I was never on the side of he's got bad body language. I was like, that's who he is. He's, we see him pissed off because he's pissed off at fucking losing. And that's the way he should be. I don't want a guy to fucking throw a pick and – clap his hands and jog off. I want him to be pissed off. Like, that's fine. Today, there, I noticed a, more so than I think I have any game I've watched him play. A lot, like, it was just, I saw what people, I saw what people I didn't agree with were at least talking about, um, about his, the way he carries himself and stuff like that. And yeah, no, it's sure just, it doesn't feel good to look at your guy and he is pissed off and slouching and shit like that but that's kind of besides the point um we'll get into the yeah, actual game I I yeah. and then we'll get into all the the playoff scenarios and everything that ended up happening um to the conclusion because nfc playoff seating is set now um uh so we'll get to that but uh the game started off great uh chandler jones on the second play of the game strip sacks russell wilson uh, uh zach allen recovers the fumble runs it in for a touchdown 12 seconds into the game, you're up 7-0. They kick the ball back off. Uh, Seattle puts a little drive together, and uh, Wilson connects with Lockett. Like, we, all Cardinals have seen, it feels like, 2,000 times for, like, a 40-yard perfect throw touchdown. It's tied up at 7. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, you're like, okay, we're in for a ride here. It's 7-7. The whole time, we're watching that scoreboard in L.A., uh, Rams at that time, like early, they got up early on the Niners, 17 yeah. and nothing. So when the Cardinals are sitting there at seven to seven, it's like, okay, all I'm wanting is a good showing. Like, let's just, let's put together a, a, and a good healthy. game, get a win, get some momentum. The division at this point in the game is probably gone because the Rams are up so much. 
Later on, both teams trade punts following. The Cardinals do put together a good drive. They took up their second drive that was a, like a 12-minute drive, yeah. like the longest drive of the season by far. They go for it on fourth and one from their own 20. They convert on a James Conner handoff. They go for it from fourth and four uh, from midfield. They convert, and then it's at the Seattle 23. It's fourth and three, and they kick it. Uh, like I said earlier, the end of that game, the way the final drives were managed by Cliff were god-awful. At that point in the game, they're moving the ball. You go for it twice already. Why are you kicking it now? Like, if, you're, if that's your I don't mentality, hate it go as, for it. I don't, I don't it. hate it that bad. I didn't like it at I, all. As much. At that point, that that it, that made it a 10 to, or 10 to 14 10 to 7, game, right? 10 to 7 lead for the Cardinals. Oh, okay. Well, I hate it. I mean – I, I, I don't really know. Go ahead with it. I, I understand I don't really it. Know. Get the point. I'm still kind of like, I understand it. We, we could get into it all day. I'm just saying for me, it's like, you just did it twice. Like, why are you giving up now? It's worked. Go like, yeah. whatever. doesn't matter. Cardinals go up 10 to seven after that fucking long drive. We've talked about it over and over and over in this stretch. They move the ball and you kick field goals instead of scoring touchdowns ended up costing them. Seattle scores um, or answers on the next drive. They convert a couple third and eights, third and tens. Uh, it's third and 10 on like the Cardinals, like 15 or something. They convert, get down to the Cardinals three. The very next play, he hits Lockett on an out route. Um, Borders, the guy that they just signed off the, uh, came off the practice squad, was in coverage, gives up that touchdown. Now it's 14-10 Seahawks. Cardinals punt. Seahawks go down the field. Uh, get a field goal with a minute 25 left. Cardinals have two timeouts, though, and the ball at half. Okay, maybe we can get something going. And at this point, Kyler takes a terrible sack on second down that not loses 12 yards or something like that. I noticed more in this game, he was sacked five times, and they were never – like, they never rushed the line or right back – like, were right in his face from the get-go. He held onto the ball for a long time and never had an escape route. Like, he – there was chances – he had plenty of time to at least – get the ball away, and at least three or four of those. He held on too long, and I would say he tried to make a play, but he didn't do his patented spin out or roll out. And on a couple of them, it didn't seem like the Seahawks really had him pinned. He just – I just think he all uh, too long. I don't – it was so – I mean, it's it, – there's nothing frustrating than watching Kyler Murray, who has these God-gifted legs and running ability, sit in the pocket like a like – a, duck and just get sniped at get the fucking ball pocket it, it, it's um i don't know it's just frustrating i mean yeah so uh cardinals end up having to just let the clock run out and go into half so at halftime russell wilson's playing very good uh the cardinals were a little inconsistent but they're moving the ball enough um they just weren't able to punch in touchdowns so second half where at this point the rams and niners they get it's the Niners make a comeback and it's 17 to 17. So the Cardinals down seven drive down the field. Uh, Kyler is moving around. He's making plays. He dumps it off to James Connor for like, at like for like five yards when he catches it, pushes off the linebacker, great balance to get around another corner and dives into the end zone, ties it up at 17. At that point, it's like, okay, we're good to go. The Niners are coming back. The Cardinals have tied it up. We've got our momentum right back. And, um, the Cardinals kick it away, and then Russ throws the pick to Jalen Thompson. 
sets it up and he returns it all the way back to the one. We're like, okay, things are fucking sitting pretty. Uh, it was still tied at 17-17 in LA. At that point, I'm paying a little more attention because it's getting closer and it's not just like, okay, we want a feel good story, good win to go into the off seat or into the playoffs. We have a chance to fucking get that division. Um, James Conner ends up punching it in for the second touchdown. And then uh, teams trade punts again. Russell Wilson comes down and on a broken coverage hits Freddie Swain. Uh, Isaiah Simmons is the only player in the vicinity on the left side of the field. There's nobody within 10 yards. So they score and they tie it up at 31. Um, Am I going just way too much in depth? I took a lot of notes. No, you're not. (laughs) Okay. I like to, I like to make sure that you're uh, still with me here. Um, Yeah. I'm following. So uh, that ties it up 24, 24, actually simultaneously, Jimmy G throws a fucking red zone pick and the Rams get the ball back when the Niners were right there, at least to kick a field goal to go up 20 to 17. Um, so those are, it seemed like every time something good was happening mm-hmm. for the Cardinals, something good was happening for the Niners. And then when mm-hmm. something bad would happen to the Cardinals, the Niners would fuck up. It was like, they were very connected yeah. on the next drive. Kyler takes another two of those bad sacks on second and third down, holds the ball way too long. And then there's the fucking botched Andy Lee punt. So I don't know. I get, I get, I kind of understand his headspace. Like if you, if you have, if you think he's blocking the punt, you have to know he's blocking the punt to hold on to it and not just kick it away. But he looked like the most athletic man, unathletic man, to ever yeah, be was, a professional football player. I don't think that you he, he couldn't have got the the, the punt off. He he couldn't have got it off. Um the, he he did what what I think was should have been done except the part where he got he fumbled and looked like a fucking I don't even picks like it up. He, he, no, it was he bad. Stops but, the punt, but he's he's already dropped the ball when he decides yeah. to not kick it. So he drops the ball and he doesn't kick it. Picks it up, rolls out, drops it again, gets hit, and Seahawks recover it, and they got the ball at the Cardinals' 10-yard line. To me, it looked more like, if anything, he was going to hit him higher. If you hit him higher and he doesn't tip the ball, then that's roughing the kick or punter, and we would have got an automatic first down. Either way, it was ugly as shit and a huge Let's not judge. Let's not judge him on his – He's a well, that's your he one puts, fucking – that's your one job. Good, but, that's your one job. Yeah, like, that's I what guess, but – so, if you fuck up in any capacity, then you're it. I'm going to say something about it. So at the, 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 let's see, they punched it in who scored Russell Wilson runs it in. He puts yeah. his shoulder into Buddha there, which was kind of cool. Yeah. That was, was, that was pretty sweet. Good for you, Russell Wilson. But I kind of, I didn't expect once him and Buddha, Buddha's running full speed. Once they met, I did not expect Russell I don't Wilson think, to still be I, going I, forward. I thought the, like I, I, on the replay, Buddha didn't, it almost like, like if Buddha would like wrapped up, on him, I feel like he would have probably just stopped him in his tracks. But he kind of like Russell's running this way, and Buddha kind of was like a little bit, a little bit behind, kinda like nicked his his right shoulder. Like it was kind of weird. Like I feel, I felt like Buddha kind of let up on him, which is probably his instinct, just because of all the rules and stuff that have been put in place. But yeah. So as I said earlier, Seahawks score now it's thirty-one twenty-four. That means the Rams are scoring, and at, literally all these things are happening within seconds, within like a minute. Yeah. The Cooper Cup scores a touchdown um, in L.A., and the Rams go up 24-17. There's only three minutes to go in that game at that point. Um, on the following drive, Kyler takes it out. 
Kyler takes another bad sack on second down. That was the fifth sack of the game. And that led, uh, set up the third and 18. And the Cardinals just red flag or white flag up on that drive. Mm -hmm. Let's just run a draw. James Conner converts it. He gets all the way down, gains 19 on third and 18 from our own like 12 yard line, but he gets banged up. And we're sitting there. The Rams are winning right now. Why are we even fuck? Why is James Conner even in the game? Like it's a very like bad feeling, bad vibe situation. It looked like ribs. I don't know what. I haven't seen anything. I I don't. Um, this has never. I I feel like I've never read this or or heard this take before. But I'm gonna kind of throw this out there. I feel it's kind of. I, I want to hear what you think about this. Okay. I feel like Cliff Kingsbury owes James Conner like his job, like half his salary. If James Cliff Kingsbury, the blood of the off, like he has carried if, us. If Cliff Kingsbury did not have James Conner on his team, Cliff Kingsbury probably wouldn't be in the playoffs, and Cliff Kingsbury probably wouldn't have a job at this point. Yeah, he's, fired at this he's point. literally like I is said, that, a, that hot of a, is that a hot take? Back several times. No, I mean not as far as he owes him his job, but like the Cardinals' offensive success this season has been. I'd still say Kyler Murray is probably the most valuable to that, but I mean, fucking James Conner is right there. Like I don't know if you've seen the. Yeah, the, there's been like a pretty a viral tweet in the Cardinals Twitter community. It was signed Christian Kirk, AJ Green, or who was the third one? Zach Ertz. Uh, or Zach Ertz. Who would you keep in that? Not AJ Green. We'll get to that, right. but yeah. I'm out on him. We talked about him last yeah. week. Is he meeting expectation? Is he missing? He fucking sucked today. Yep. Three or four missed. Uh, Drop passes, the offensive pass yeah. interference when it was already a perfectly thrown ball. You didn't need to extend your arm out. We'll get to that. But no, you don't fucking see. I take Ertz. I take Ertz. Well, yeah, Ertz is Ertz. I think is probably Ertz and Connor are like number one priorities. I think. Um, yeah, that's for another show. We'll get to that in the fucking off season. But um, after the uh, third and eighteen conversion, Zach Ertz made a couple big plays on like third and tens. Um, I don't know what his exact numbers but he had a couple like 15 plus yard catches um they get down and the cardinals only get three points 31 to 27 with six minutes to go as the niners and rams are going into overtime and then the 62 yard fucking touchdown by rashad penny so that made it 38 27 with 434 to go that was we hit that five minute mark and everything just came tumbling down um now it went opposite the rams or the niners do go into overtime and they are making plays as we are not they kick the field goal and then hold the Rams and uh, the Niners end up winning the game. Cardinals. It was again, we see at the end of the game, it was similar to the Colts and the Rams game. You're down two scores late. There's four thirty-four when you get the ball back after you're down 38 to 27. You call screen plays. That and plays. what do you do? They get plus side of the 50 yard line. You're down two score. You need points no matter what they get down there around three minutes ago, maybe like two fifty-seven. clocks just running. There's not really urgency. The, yeah. they're not really, they're not even really taking shots to the end zone. There's fucking screen passes to AJ green and hitting yep. AJ green over the middle and Ertz over the middle. There's no like, okay, gotta have it. They end up running the clock down all the way to fucking a minute 17 or 13 and have to kick the field goal. Anyway, kick the fucking field goal when there's, as much time as possible. See, I, you, they I have all three timeouts. They I understand, but timeouts. I disagree because I would rather I would rather have to kick a field like here. Let me try and explain this because I have it in my mind. I, I already understand. I would rather 
I would rather score the touchdown while there's time, while you have some sort of time left. And I would rather try and get a field goal second whenever you have Out less for sure. time. For sure. Right. That makes sense, right? Absolutely. They got it all the way down to a minute 13. You have three timeouts. Right. I get but it. At, you, at, at, at take what your shots you until the two-minute warning. Take your shots okay. until the two-minute warning is what I'm saying. Once the two-minute warnings came, you lost another timeout, and then you wasted another fucking 45 but seconds. But if you're at the two-minute warning and it's if, if, if it's first down and you're, and you're on the opponent's 25-yard line. Then take your shots to the fucking end zone to where it's incomplete right. and the time stops, or – you got to you keep going to get more shots. Don't I think throw a I think screen past AJ Green, and you're, you can't call your timeouts because you've got to save. I think them. we're on the same page. It just boils down. That I know. I'm just pissed. Shots need to be taken to the end zone. That was the one that Regardless. another one at the end of the game where you just and I've I've said this what two two or three weeks ago. Cliff, he's he's not good at that shit, and that's something you have to. He's not good at managing a clock at the end of the game and being in control at the end of the game. I just said this two three weeks ago. He's not good at that. And that's something that a coach who's going to win a Super Bowl or make a playoff run has, has to be good at because you're not always going to have 15, 20-point leads going into the fourth quarter. If Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury is a below-average, terrible coach if he does not have a lead going into the fourth quarter. He's not a good coach in that scenario. And that's something that he has to get better at if anything's going to come become I understand what you're saying, but counterpoint, not very many coaches are good when they're trailing in the fourth quarter because most of the time you lose the ones that win Super if you're Bowl losing at that right. point. Um, so now you're down eight with a minute 13 to go. Another thing that fucking grinded my gears badly, it ultimately didn't matter, but at the time, why are you onside kicking the ball? You saved your three timeouts for that reason. You've got them all right there. You stop them three times, you get the ball back with like a minute left after they punted away. I get now, since you wasted so much time, you kind of have to go for broke. But what's the point of saving those timeouts? Then? Like, if you're if you're going to kick an onside kick, then take your timeouts when you're down in the red zone and don't let the time get all the way down to a minute left. If yeah. you know you're going to onside kick and you're going to go for broke for that one play, then make sure that you get have more time yeah. to go down the field if you recover it. None of it made sense. The Seahawks recover it anyway. Uh, and they don't stop the run. What do you fucking know? They don't stop the run, and the Seahawks were able to end the game in two plays because there was two first downs. Yeah. Um, it was game 38-30. Don't take advantage of what the Niners did for us, and uh, they finished with a 3-6 and six record at home. That's really bad, huh? Yeah, Can we just go through some – we'll go through some negative stats now. So they finished 3-6 and six at home. We've hit on the nail on the head many times. Started 7-0 and and only finished with 11 wins. To win four games out of the next however many. Kind of the old stretch. Kyler Murray, Cliff Kingsbury MO. Uh, start hot. Right. Everybody's heard it a million wow. times. Like, oh, yeah, well, they fizzle out. Yeah, no shit. But it sucks. And, like, there's numbers that show. Yeah. There was a month ago, the Cardinals, uh, per FBI, or FBI, FPI, like football, insiders, whatever that is in Vegas, had a 95.2% chance of winning the NFC West. And like one month, they fell on their face so fucking hard, they go one and four to close out. And if the Rams would have won today, they would have lost the division by two games, two full football games if the Rams won the football game today. And they were at a 95% chance to win the division a month ago. So we're all in a bad spot for sure. Um some positives for next week. Uh, well, before because the Rams lost, lost, 
to the Niners. And because the Cowboys beat the Eagles on Saturday, the Rams will drop to the number four seed and the Cardinals are the five seed. So we will go to LA to play the Rams uh, in round one. Positives. JJ Watt is going to be back. So that's good. We're seven and zero when JJ Watt plays football for the Cardinals. Cool. Uh, the Cardinals won 37 to 20 in LA earlier this season. That was cool. Remember that when we were like, Oh yeah, we got the monkey off our back. We kicked crap out of the Rams. Um, Cardinals are eight and one on the road. They're going to lose. Is that for you? I'm uh, telling you right now. Listen, I would I have, feel, I would feel, I would feel the same if we were playing. I feel I would rather play the Rams than the Niners to this next week. The Rams don't look very good. Would you rather play the Rams than Dallas? Yes. I I would rather have had Dallas. I think I'd rather play the Rams. I don't, I don't know. I decided there is not like an ounce of me that has any, any faith at all. Uh, Like I said, I'll be fair. I'll get to all the negatives. We're dog shit. So that's a negative. Um, Yeah. As of right now, we're not a very, we're not a good football team. We were one in four in our last five games. I would just, I just, I never saw, I did not see this coming. It seems like, like right now, all like everything that it was before and you lost those games and it's like, holy shit. Like everyone is the world's falling. I never like, I was like, okay, we're at a bad stretch. If we would have had the stretch at the beginning of the season and like we won our games and that, like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, it is what it is. The media wouldn't be freaking out. I don't know what it was about this game that just fucking, really pushed me off the cliff along with the Cardinals. Even though if it's for me, if it's so much the actual, like it's mostly just Kyler. Like the only thing that was keeping me in good standing and in good hopes was him, but I've lost that with him. I don't have to play a bad game. I know. I'm not saying he did, but he's not going to be the, I I don't know. I'm not going to, I don't want to say something I'm going to regret or that I don't mean to say just because I'm pissed off in the moment, but I don't, I've seen people talk about is is a uh, do you want a quarterback who's never lost in high school and college who who who's, uh, doesn't really know how to take losing and that's that Kyler is that guy who has, has never lost and you're kind of seeing the negative effects of a guy who's never lost he doesn't know how to he doesn't know what to do with himself he has though he handle he's it losing now and he lost last yeah. year and the year before yeah. so he, he, eventually he'll get used to it I I imagine I guess but he doesn't so. know. As of right now, he can't. I just feel like he doesn't know what to do with it, which is what I'm saying. It's a good trait that your quarterback does not take losing well, but you also have to be like keep in mind that your quarterback is the n- numero uno mood setter on your team, and what he how he acts is how the team acts. Whenever I see my starting quarterback acting like a bitch on the football field, I don't I, I don't I lose all my confidence. My argument I made to you was that he wasn't a a Russell Wilson leader. Like that's not who he was. He was more right uh, as a, it checks out. You made the basketball comparison. i made the basketball. I said, he is more of a Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan leader. Like he's going to be fucking pissed off and he's going to be in your face and angry. The difference between I'll stop you. And I don't even know if that's a good thing in football is my point. I don't know if that's, I'm saying the difference between Kyler Murray and like a Kobe Bryant leadership style is whenever Kobe Bryant was losing he didn't he he would take accountability for it and he would not like he wouldn't bitch at refs he wouldn't he, he would he would chew out his players but he wouldn't the main thing is bitching 
at calls and just pouting. Kobe Bryant would never did that. Michael Jordan never did that. He would he would get on his players if they fucked up, but everything else he would take on himself. He said, yeah, that's my bad. He would not bitch at the refs and make excuses that it seems like Kyler's doing. Just his the way he acts whenever he he, he does shitty things is what I cannot get over. I don't um, like that. I don't that it's the it's the throwing the hands up. There's a lot of just throwing the hands up. Uh, like you're, I understand. I see what you're saying. I see what I, I can't do. I just can't. I'm not. I cannot fucking do it with that anymore. That's got to go. I don't. And see but, what but, he does, but the thing is, is no one in that building can check him. No, like Cliff can't check him because Cliff's on the fucking hot seat. It'd be oh, somebody will fucking check under... him. He'll get no, checked. He... JJ Watt no, will fucking won't... check him if he goes and does the same shit this offseason. You... There's no way that people in that building, if this collapse continues and they go to LA and get their shit blown out, that guys like JJ won't step up and like make it a point just, where this doesn't like. Continue. I don't. I don't see that just because I could see like Chandler maybe, but I don't think I don't. I, I don't obviously I don't know these people personally. I just know from the outside looking in. I don't think JJ's been there long enough to have the authority to do that. Cliff can't fucking do anything to him because Cliff's on the hot seat himself. Cliff, this Kyler, this. Basically, this girl girl that Cliff's been trying to date for so long, and then they fucking got paired. They got forcefully paired together. Cliff doesn't have any say over what Kyler does. Bill Bidwell's not going to say anything. Time's not going to say anything because they all are so invested in him that they're going to let him do whatever the fuck he wants. He I'll say right now, you are right that Bill Bidwell won't say anything because rest in peace, Bill. Uh, Michael won't say anything. Um, who knows? But I'm just. We'll see like, what if, happens. If, if Kyler were under like Belichick, then he Belichick would be able to check him and say, "Listen, quit fucking, quit, you're fucking this all up, fucking up the whole morale." But there's no one that can do that to him. That's why I'm worried. That's why it's Larry. Larry. Larry would fucking check his ass into next week, and I miss that. I wish he was around. Um, I feel like this fall wouldn't have been so so. Larry still was still around because he's the, the one guy who's been the great, who's been there for so long, who. Well, I love that theory, but he was there for the collapse last year, so he didn't really put a halt to it then either. But um, either way, this collapse is more, more oh, it's personality, and it's not. I feel like last year it was more talent. We just didn't have the talent to make a big run. This year it's more morale and personality and attitude. A talent's been there. We've had the talent. It's been bad. All right. Um, I don't even know if I want to go around the league. We can look at the NFC playoff picture let's and break just, down the let's matchups. Just kind of break the, yeah, let's just kind of break down the, the playoff pictures for both um, sides. Yeah, because the games, the people that didn't make the playoffs, who really cares? Um, so, yeah, I don't know if I had really anything else about the game. Um, like we said, we'll be going to L.A. in round one as the five seed. Um, I'm interested to see what game that is. Like, I fucking hope it's not the Nickelodeon game, dude. I don't want to watch that game on Nickelodeon. I also don't want it to be the Monday night game either because there's going to be a Monday I believe night. that if like, like if they put it on Nickelodeon, you can still watch it on like a normal program. I hope, it's not I only hope that's the case. Because whenever the – it was the Saints and the Bears last year, and they had two separate – like you could watch it on a normal feed, and then you could also watch yeah, it. Yeah, okay, feed. solid. Um, so, yeah, then we got the six seed versus the three. Uh, Dallas moves up to the three with the Rams loss. They're going to take on the Niners at home. The Niners are going to win that football game. Do you want to bet on it? Who do they play again? The Cowboys. They play the Cowboys. 
This See, I, I know why you're saying that. And I why have a feeling, that. and guess what, who they'll play next? The Bucks, probably, because the Bucks play the Eagles. We'll get to that. I think the fucking Niners, I hate this. I want to punch myself in the face. I think the Niners are going to play in the NFC uh, championship game. I see why you say that. I don't think that – I think that I, the, the, the only reason I won't let you get away with that is because I think the Bucks are a lot better. Oh, you think that? And, okay. Jimmy, and, well, and Jimmy Garoppolo. Literally I think as, the, Bucks are that, the Bucks and Packers are that much better than everybody else. Um, I would – I don't think – I think that the, the that the Niners would beat us. I think that the Niners would beat the Cowboys. I think that the Niners would beat obviously the Eagles. Um, but I don't think that they're going to beat your Green Bay. Oh, I don't I'm think that they're going to beat your. Okay, point still stands. Years. I think the the Niners are very dangerous. But if the Niners won and the Bucks won, then they would be the lowest seed remaining, and they'd go go oh, to the yeah. Packers in the divisional round. Yeah. So that wouldn't happen. Yeah, I don't see that Either way, I think the Niners are winning a playoff game. Absolutely. Um, I could buy that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. The, the Cowboys look like world beaters at times. And then you watch them when they played us, they were very slow all game. And then the next week they play the Eagles and the Eagles aren't playing everybody. Some people are out, but what they put up 56 or something like that. Yeah. The Cowboys, they kept playing. Um, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know about Dak. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But this brand of football, it sounds cheesy to say this like style of football that the Niners play is it's playoff time to fucking yep. go play tough defense. Joey Bosa coming off the edge, bringing they don't even need to bring pressure. They've got such a good front four where you can still drop guys into coverage and make it hard on quarterbacks. And that run game, Debo Samuel is a fucking freak. I want yep. a Debo Samuel. Somebody will give yep. me a Debo Samuel for this team because he's a stud and very fun to watch. Um, I, I, I will predict right now that the Niners win that game. Um, and then we've got, like I said, Eagles at Bucks. Who knows? I mean, like the Washington football team last year gave the Bucks a really tough wild card game. It came down to, I think they only won by like three or something like that. This team. The I only team Eagles that I think is going to beat but... the Bucks in the NFC is going to be the Packers. And I know. There's I'm not that high on the Bucks. Whatever. I think the Rams. I, the I don't. I don't like to bet against Brady in the playoffs at all. I just don't do that. That's not a smart thing to do. I know you're not the highest guy, but I you don't bet against Tom Brady in the playoffs. I, I don't think anybody could be upset the Packers. But at some point, he's going to lose and be fucking old. And I'm not saying that's right now. He's probably the top three MVP. But they like they've just not looked great. You fucking barely squeezed by the Jets. You're down 24 to 10 at one point in that game. Today at point at times the Panthers game was kind of close. Um, I don't know. I eventually I do think it'll be the Bucks, and then uh, the next round we'll see what happens. I don't know. I just NFC I feel like is is really the Packers conference to yeah. lose. I think they're clear cut the best team in the NFL altogether. Yeah. But you play the games for a reason, so we'll see. Uh, likely, if the Bucks do win, and let's say the Cowboys do beat the Niners, uh, Cardinals' next stop would be uh, Green Bay. So they would play the Packers in their first game uh, after coming out of their bye. So we'll do a whole – actually, uh, I don't know if I told you that. We're, we're going to have a guest on uh, – we're going to try and record Tuesday or Wednesday. Um, Mac, Cardiac Mac, uh, at AZ Sports Fiend. Probably a lot of you guys that listen to this follow us on Twitter. Also follow him 
Um, we're going to do a little playoff preview episode with him, have that out to you later on this week. But um, did you have an AFC side? I don't know. I'll, I'll let me pull that up. I haven't looked at um, the AFC how, seating, how it fell. It's still up in the air um, due um, to the Jags losing and the Raiders right. and the Chargers game right now that's happening. Right. It turns out they're not just taking a knee. They are playing a lot. That was a fun little theory that everybody had. The deal was that because of the Colts loss, the Chargers and Raiders would both make the playoffs with a tie. So if you don't want to risk losing, you could both just walk up to each other and say, hey, let's just knee this fucking thing out and uh, tie, and we'll both go to the the playoffs. Doesn't look like that's happening. The Raiders are up three to nothing, and there was a handoff. Um, There was a handoff. I saw it. They didn't take a knee, so. Looks like they're playing this one out. I don't, I don't have uh, – I don't think at the AFC that there's it's, – it's clear as cut as – like, like there, there's not as, as big of a drop-off from the elite teams to the teams who shouldn't be there. Um, I think, to me, it's kind of the Chiefs' division to lose at this point. Uh, just despite their first five- or six-game rough stretch, they've been the clear-cut best team in the AFC, I believe. Titans, have, to their credit, which I don't like giving them any credit – They've held on to the one seed uh, by the grace of God. Uh, if they get Derrick Henry back, maybe they can make some noise, but I, I would not bet on any Titans game. I, I believe at this point it's, it's kind of the, the uh, Chiefs to lose. I think if I were to place a bet, I'd probably bet on the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I don't know who gets in um, if, like, the charter or if the Raiders do. Are the Steelers in if the Raiders lose? The only, the only way that the, the Steelers – way that, that the Steelers would not get in is they both tied. So whoever oh, wins right. is in. And then – or whoever wins is in, whoever loses, the Steelers are going to be okay. in as long as – So the win. winner will be the sixth seed. Uh, yeah, and then Steelers will be seven. And Steelers will be seven. So Steelers are looking like they'll go to Kansas City in the first round. They just played a couple weeks ago. What was the score of that game? Like 40-something to 10? Like not yeah, close. That out. game was in Kansas City. Um, so I wouldn't expect anything different there, but we've seen crazier things. Um, and then, uh, I'll say Raiders since they're up right now, Raiders would go to Raiders slash charters would go to Buffalo. I don't like that for either team. I think, I don't know why I'm still drawn to the charters. I'd still, I think the charters would have a better shot at taking on the, the bills. Um, but I expect the bills to win that game too. And then, Four and five are the Bengals and Patriots. It'll be in Cincinnati. I think that would be – that's a – out of all the games, I think I'm <clears throat> circling that one besides the Cardinals and Rams. That should be a very good football game. Yeah, I agree. Um, riding the Patriots. I have a lot of confidence. Yeah, I have a lot of confidence. I would put the Patriots – in my, if I could – if I would re-rank all the teams that, made, that ended up making the playoffs, I think I'd probably have Patriots at two. Out of all I the would teams. go – I would go AFC and NFC. I would go no, 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 no. I'm talking about the AFC. AFC. In the AFC, my 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 number one AFC team would be the Chiefs. My number two team would be the Patriots. My number three team, uh, it's a tough between the Bills and the Titans. But I'm gonna go Titans at three. Um, I'm gonna go Bills at four. We have to shout out the Titans. I know I'm not doing that. You can do it. You can say whatever you want, but I won't do say anything about the Titans. We've given them so much shit, and to end up at 12 and five, one seed or not, to end up at 12 and five without Henry and some of the injuries that they've had to go through—that's it's impressive and good for them. They get they're getting their divisions really easy. 
it's it's very easy. Six easy games a year. Very easy. Um, Sure. Congrats. They beat the Colts twice and the Colts beat us though. So. Yep. Congrats. You hung on to the one seed. And they'll get Henry back and. uh, Doubt it. I doubt they fucking will. You don't think he'll play? Nope. I wouldn't if I was him. Oh, why would he? Um, He's gonna no, play. yeah, no Patriots. No. All right, um, I don't know, guys. This is tough. I mean, bad boy hours. If you look at it, it's uh, oh and oh, baby. Everybody's oh and oh. Fresh start. I I'll be honest. I I do. I do, I don't. I'm not writing them off. I I think the Rams are a bad football team. Not a bad football team. I don't think the Rams are a great football team. I think the Rams are better than the Cardinals at this point. Might just be recency bias, but I don't know. I just I've seen the worst. Kyler, if you haven't watched fucking Stafford the past month, throw like seven yeah, picks. I haven't watched him as much, but he's been very bad. Um, so we'll just say better quarterbacks, Kyler. We're gonna win the game. We'll see what happens. But we'll have a full preview of the game we'll see. Uh, coming for you later in the week. Um, yeah, this is the last regular season episode of Two Birds One Stone. So. It was a good year, good regular season for the most part. I mean, we won more games than we lost. A lot of ups and downs. Lots up and downs. Yep. Appreciate all. I appreciate all the listeners. Yeah. So all seven of you. Yep. Yeah. We we got a few more now. A few, not very many more. But um, thank you to you seven, and please rate and review us on YouTube, like us, subscribe, and all that fun shit. Um, Come at me on Twitter. I want to argue with people on Twitter. Yeah, about stuff. no one ever comes at me because you can't handle because the, I think they can't handle the smoke, probably. That's probably what it's it is. Fine. Yeah, uh, but yeah, get at my Twitter. Yeah, all right, follow me on Twitter too if you don't already. I'm 30 away from 500. That was the goal. What the do I have right now? Season. Like 200 something? I don't think you're at 200 yet. Oh, well, we're close. <laughs> we're away. Um, all right, fellas and ladies, we'll talk to you guys again later this week. Um, good luck to you all. Don't let it, don't let it eat at you that bad. We beat him before. We'll beat him again. Let's go on a run. Let's go on a magical run, boys and girls. All right. See y'all later. Go birds. Bye.